Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is our two of Vince's program. Brother Cookley away today. He will return, but you've got High Point native, proud NC State grad, the guy recruited as right tackle who ended up left out, and, of course, former Channel 4 Greenville sports anchor J.D. Hayworth. Oh, yeah, the other thing, the longest I've ever held a gig, 12 years serving in the United States Congress, been there, done that, and I can tell you about it. A number to call, toll-free from any place, 1-800-928-1110. Still to come in our final hour here, the battle of the ladies. They used to be called pundits. And they square off about the future of the Republican Party. Not simultaneously, but you'll hear comparative points from two pundits as they were known back in the day. But we begin, if you were with me first hour, uh, Richard kicked off our callers. I, I love the way Richard described himself as a man who, quote, happens to be African-American. You see, all this talk these days about uh, defining new, new races or new genders, look, we are born... We happen to be who we are as the offspring of our parents, racially and in terms of gender. And that's the way it is. But Richard, an incredible resume, an ex-New York City cop now living in Cabarrus County, North Carolina, incensed at Joe Biden and the Democrats, essentially using black folk as props or taking them for granted. Well, you know, Joe Biden, even before his uh, age-induced befuddlement, was always somewhat ham-handed when it came to race relations. And then when he decided to run for president, you remember that whole deal where he went by the community pool there in Wilmington, Delaware, and he starts talking about how the kids love to, uh, to see the hair growing on his legs. And then he talked about corn pop, this, quote, bad dude, and how he won corn pop's respect. You, you could tell it was all, let me be very polite here, embellishment. And when Joe goes off on these rhetorical rabbit trails... They, they really tell us the kind of guy Joe Biden is. And I think 
It serves to confirm Richard's suspicions and concerns and complaints that he voiced in hour one. So uh, we're going to listen to Joe Biden uh, remembering. <clears throat> and he does it by way of trying to speak glowingly of a former Delaware attorney general but really, this kind of comes off as a uh, as a sequel to Corn Pop, with with language that is, uh, well, I'd be interested in hearing from African Americans if they think this is essentially insulting. Take a listen to Cut Six. And what he used to do is go down in the East Side, the what called the Bucket, highest crime rate in the country. There's a place where I used to I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area, in the East Side. And you know where the you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is. Yeah, the the best basketball. Gee, Joe, while you're going down that, okay. So the best basketball in the state was there in the bucket. Hey, how was the singing? Huh? How were the entertain? I mean, this is such patronizing pap as not to be believed. But don't worry, the Alphabet Networks. And the dependable leftist newspapers will ignore it. Joe Biden given a pass. Just like his, when it comes to foreign policy. Remember the first thing Joe said about uh, communist China? Ah, they're not bad folks, folks. Well, I guess not to your family, Joe. The communist Chinese employing the princelings strategy bought off your boy, and if the emails in his computer, which the FBI has never bothered to investigate, thank goodness for whistleblowers and for the Apple computer repair guy, in the independent repair guy who knows how to work on MacBooks, there in the aforementioned Wilmington, Delaware, we know about all the bad stuff. But you see, there is, and it's not just in terms of jurisprudence, though that is troubling, the, the double standard of justice. But just the endless indulgences bestowed on Democrats. Now, an African-American sports writer who used to be reflexively leftist, he was a guy who initially wanted to take guns away from people, but he had a road to Damascus moment, and he has emerged as one of the leading conservative voices nationally. That would be one-time Ball State offensive lineman Jason Whitlock. In his podcast yesterday, he voiced his frustration and consternation with Joe Biden and Barack Obama and LeBron James calling them the weakest men ever. And Jason Whitlock went further saying our founding fathers, if they encountered these guys, would stone cold slap them. Take a listen to Cut 7. The ones that's talking from LeBron James on down, all of them, the weakest group of men in the history of America are in charge today. Joe Biden... Barack Obama, all of them, weak, 
And these dudes this up here on this wall would slap any of them and they would all fall to their knees in tears. And uh, Jason, since it was a video podcast, was referencing pictures of our founding fathers. Now note this. Jason is wide awake, but he ain't woke. He doesn't believe that George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or you name it from the years around our founding should be canceled because they were slave owners, should be canceled because of the times in which they are born. See, that's the other thing you can't control. I guess we can coin a new term, chronocentrism. When you were born, literally, that is when your earthly time began. You are born into the time in which you exist. And now this cancel culture, with the luxury of coming back and with a leftist point of view, trying to rewrite history and silence people, that ain't right. Coming up next, two ladies you would never silence, Pundits, they were called back in the day. They square off on the future of the GOP. It's JD for Vince. Stay with me. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You got something you want to say? Give me a call. Toll free from any place, 1-800-928-1110. Recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Vince Coakley on the eponymously named Vince Coakley radio program. Back in the day, and still, I look back on these things. I was elected to Congress along with Lindsey Graham and about 71 other guys back uh, in the election of 1994. To give you some perspective, I was elected at age 36. There had never been a Republican House majority in my lifetime because in almost biblical fashion, uh, Republicans had been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. In fact, a lot of uh, political scientists said, well, they're a permanent minority in the House. We changed that. And back during my younger days, there were some, uh, some ladies who emerged as outspoken conservatives who uh, earned the nickname the Pundets. 
The first one I want to talk about is uh, a really smart attorney and uh, a great columnist who has, <laughs> I call it the gift of invective. Long, tall, and Coulter uh, has started a new podcast, and man, did she know how to get it started. She's channeled her frustration at Donald Trump into her opening monologue. Now, understand, remember, this is the same Ann Coulter who, in 2016, wrote the book In Trump We Trust, and Ann got a little upset about a couple of things, as did I. But I understand you're never going to get 100% of what you want from anybody who's president of the United States. But Anne has, uh, has stayed angry about that. And she channels it into uh, this opening monologue from episode one of the new podcast, Unsafe. Take a listen to Cut 8. Republicans, it's not the party of Trump. It's safe to come back. And it's safe for Republicans to stand up and run without Donald Trump. Um, I mean, look at look at Youngkin. I, th I think what is influencing, I should say, influencing certain conservative outlets on TV and radio is everybody they hear from is one of the, you know, diehard, the few dwindling remaining Trump fanatics. And now, Anne, first of all, I don't think you can call, first of all, I'll just go back, I'll quote a Democrat. Sam Rayburn, of Texas, longtime House Speaker. When JFK and his bunch came in, Mr. Sam was heard to say, Oh, I know they're smart and all. I just wish one of them had run for county sheriff. In other words, everybody can sit back and be a pundit, but until you run for office, uh, this is one thing where experience counts. You think there are dwindling numbers of, quote, Trump fanatics, Annie? Visit North Carolina and ask uh, Ted Budd about that. Since he won the Republican nomination for the U.S. Senate by a substantial margin courtesy of Donald Trump's endorsement. Visit my adopted state of Arizona where one of my old pals from Channel 10, in a sense following in my footsteps, former Channel 10 anchor Carrie Lake, won the Republican nomination for governor, courtesy of the Trump endorsement. Now, another one, of the, and the other deal is, Ann goes from flirtation to flirtation, I mean this politically, not, you know, in a, in a dating kind of way, but remember when she thought that Chris Christie was going to be somebody good? I'm going, Annie, the guy is an open borders pimp. Took her a while to figure that out. Now she's all um, enamored with uh, Virginia Governor Youngkin. Hey, Governor Youngkin's done some good things. Check his resume. He was running one of the biggest lobbying firms on K Street in D.C. Just, just got to know these things. Now, let's hear from the other pundit. Like Ann, trained as an attorney, she became a pollster. Kelly Ann Conway then worked in the Trump White House, and she looks at the polls and Trump's success 
in past midterms. You heard me right, in past midterms. Listen to Cut 9. When Trump uh, is the leader of the party, when he's involved in the conversation in the election, the in the 2018 midterms, you had four pickups from blue to red. It is the first time since John Kennedy in 1962 that a president in power's party picked up a single Senate seat in a midterm election, and they picked up four. Yeah, now stop and think about that for a second. And let's point out, what is that disclaimer we hear on certain financial products that are offered uh, for our consideration? Past performance may not be indicative of future results. But understand Jack Kennedy, who went through a, a nail-biter in 1960 with Dick Nixon, credit given to the, uh, the, the graveyards in Cook County, Chicago, Illinois, and certain graveyards in Texas. And Lyndon Johnson might have had an interest in rousing the spirits to vote. A lot of questions about just how close that 1960 election is. But the midterms in 62 came after the October missile crisis, only a couple of weeks after. And there may have been a rebound that that worked to the Democrats' advantage then, but consider Trump in 2018 with the steady drumbeat of, uh, with apologies to the Brady Bunch and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, well, as Trump himself says, when it comes to the Dems and uh, members of the press, but I repeat myself, Russia, 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 all that hoo-ha that is absolutely false. And oh yeah, isn't it, interesting, isn't it interesting, the New York Times and the Washington Post, who won Pulitzer Prizes for their extensive coverage of a lie, have not given back those prizes, nor has the Pulitzer Committee asked for them? If you want to see the state of journalism, in the year 2022, you only need look that far. When you think about the encumbrances foisted upon Donald Trump, the difficulties he had, it is a miracle he got so much done. Did he do everything I wanted to see on the border? No. Did he make some big mistakes? Yeah like failing to put in place political appointees at the uh, the alphabet soup uh, of the acronyms and all these executive agencies. When you don't have somebody there watching out for you politically, that means bureaucrats, a.k.a. Democrats, wake up every day saying, what can I do to help take this president down? And that's what went on. Now, is it a... Lead pipe cinch, Trump is going to be the nominee? Not necessarily. When we come back, we'll talk more about that. It's J.D. for Vince. Stay with me as our Carolina Combo cast continues. The Vince Coakley radio program continues with special guest host, recovering congressman and legend in his own mind, 
J.D. Hayworth, you see, I admit those flaws. <laughs> People would say to me back in the day, you know, J.D., that Clinton, or J.D., that Obama, he's a narcissist. And I go, and? Look, the, the basic truth is anyone who runs for public office doesn't suffer from a shortage of self-esteem. Let me put it that way. Now, a couple of things just pointed out in the news. You may have seen these pictures leaked from the DOJ. Oh, Donald Trump, he didn't have these things. He didn't have them under the proper control. These are classified. First of all, based on the most recent law, the president alone has the power to classify or declassify reflexively. How do you think guys could take work from the Oval Office up to the living quarters? That's point one. Point two, the Department of Just Us is exactly that. You don't think they're staging photos, or at least there's that possibility? Just let me leave it right there. Again? What we saw over the past few years has to has to have us thinking, wait a minute, something doesn't seem right about this. Now, there are folks, and we heard from Ann Coulter, saying, you know, Trump's Gonsville, forget about it, forget him. She's now enamored with uh, new Virginia governor, Glenn Youngkin. And we heard uh, former Trump staffer and pollster Kellyanne Conway say, no, now wait a second. Take a look at the numbers. And I pointed out the, the primary polling, the actual voting in North Carolina in Arizona, where the Trump-endorsed candidates carried the day. And yet there are those because it, it, it may be that Mr. Trump chooses not to run. Most folks are taking a long look at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Met Ron when he was in Congress and I was uh, working in television in South Florida at Newsmax. We had dinner one night, a very impressive guy. He showed up on Fox this weekend, and this comes to the other story you've been hearing now about, about Pfizer and Moderna and new boosters for Omicron. What, is, that, is that like what the colonel cooks up? We're moving from regular to extra crispy? What are the side effects to that? What Ron DeSantis is saying about his old colleagues in the House and their constitutional responsibility absolutely applies if the GOP wins control of the Congress and what they should be doing in terms of oversight to the capo of contagion, Dr. Tony Fauci. Listen to Cut 10. If the Republicans take control, they need we need a, a, a reckoning on all this, because I think people like Fauci, what they're going to say in the future is, oh, we didn't lock down hard enough. That's why it didn't work. Right. And we can never go down that road. Precisely. Ron DeSantis is right. That's why Mr. Trump has already moved out preemptively to say, yeah, he can be my running mate. Uh, closed circuit on the technicality. Mr. Trump would have to take up residency in another state other than Florida. I guess go back to New York or pick someplace else because running mates cannot be from the same state, in case you didn't know that.
Uh, now, it's interesting to hear what Joe Rogan had to say the other day on his podcast in conversation with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, both of them wary of guys like Fauci. Uh, take a listen to Cut 11. So what do you tell those people? Vote Republican. <laughs> That's what a lot of them are going to do anyway. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, more than a million people transferred over to the Republican Party, uh, I think, in 2021 alone. Find out what that number is. But, you know, you look at guys like Ron DeSantis, who kept Florida open and, and had some pretty reasonable policies in terms of, like, what what to do about COVID. Bingo! And understand it was kind of the roles were reversed. That was Aaron Rodgers asking Joe Rogan, well, what do you do? Rogan didn't hesitate a nanosecond. Vote Republican. And it's interesting to hear Aaron Rodgers kind of laugh about that. I don't know if it's kind of because they come along in an era and they hang out with folks that uh, just feel it is only fashionable and fair to be with the left. But it seems like old Aaron is rethinking things, especially in the wake of COVID and the performance, a lack of, of a guy like Anthony Fauci. Now, Human Events, one of the great conservative publications, its current editor, uh, Jack Posobiec, summed up what most conservatives feel in today's political climate. Let's close it, uh, close it out with Cut 12. They banned a sitting president from social media, impeached him two times, jailed his supporters, and now they've raided his home. Then they go on TV and they call us, they call you a fascist. That encapsulates it better than anything else I have heard. It's not only Joe Biden trying to provoke conservatives into what the media will not call mostly peaceful protests. And it's not only the Department of Just Us, it is the prevailing culture being hostile to conservatives. The First Amendment disappearing for a sitting president, the raid of his home, and we're supposed to be the fascists? Mercy. It's J.D. for Vince. Please stay tuned. Well, here we are, just you and me, as we're approaching, well, I guess now technically, technically 11 minutes before noon, Eastern Daylight Time. This is exclusive upstate content on the Vince Coakley radio program with special guest host, legend in his own mind, former congressman and former Channel 4 sports anchor, J.D. Hayworth. And uh, let me just talk sports with, with you for a second. Because at the outset of the program, I was talking about my Wolfpack heading down to Greenville, North Carolina, to take on those pesky pirates 
of East Carolina University in the season opener. The, the expectations for NC State this year are so sky high that, yes, do we have a talented team? You bet. But I really worry East Carolina has done nothing but get ready for NC State. And so I, I just, uh, and I'm going to be watching the game with an ECU alum. So last time I did that, the Pirates won. I hope that, you know, you get kind of superstitious about this stuff. Hope that does not happen. But I would be remiss if I didn't talk about those Tigers, y'all. Opening on Monday night against Georgia Tech. Down there in Hotlanta, in the 404, like they call it, the big college kickoff game. Now, Dabo Sweeney, to show you how coaching has changed, one of my Wolfpack teammates just sent me Dabo Sweeney's debut on TikTok. And Coach Sweeney is giving a little bit of that rap action there, so it appeared to me. I I will leave it to others to... uh, share the audio with you later in the programming day if they are so inclined. But look, uh, Clemson has had one heck of a football team for a mighty long time, and way back when, this is kind of wild. I was mentioning earlier, I went to Congress at age 36. Heck, I came to Greenville uh, to succeed the longtime voice of the Tigers, he kept doing radio, the late and legendary Jim Phillips. I came to Channel 4. It was a month before my 23rd birthday. Danny Ford, 10 years older than me, that 81 season, the first one I covered at Clemson, where, by the way, in our preseason special, I said that the Tigers were favored in the ACC and could very well bring home a national championship. Just saying. That is exactly what happened. Up I-85, the folks up in Charlotte, the Charlotte Observer, has written up a big story about Danny Ford. And they they call him the, the coach the world forgot. Clemson legend Danny Ford on life, football, and farming. Well, he's over there in Central. And I always liked dealing with Coach Ford. He was a great guy. And uh, it's just interesting to think back on those days. And, uh, well, time passes, doesn't it? So good luck to the Tigers, even though I, (laughs) I remember... A vociferous contingent, okay, a contingent of one. Uh, one, uh, one great Yellow Jacket alum, one guy from Georgia Tech. So it'll be interesting to see the throwdown on Monday night. Now, we turn our attention from the pigskin to culinary delights. You know, the interesting thing, when I moved to the upstate, was just how many drive-ins I encountered. Now, obviously, in Spartanburg, the beacon is there. Uh, The beacon continues to enjoy legendary status from coast to coast. Got to go by the beacon. People tell you the beacon, uh, for a time, was 
I think, better known than Clemson football. Of course, that was then, this is now, but people still want to come to the Beacon. What interested me in Greenville, the number of different establishments that had similar names. Now, there's not a copyright infringement, but we'll just take a quartet of restaurants that I can recall. The drive-ins. You had the clock. You had the big clock. You have Pete's. You have Pop Pete's. And I'm just wondering if a few of those names were taken for the similarities to the names of the other drive-ins there in Greenville. But if you're heading from Greenville down to Tigertown, down through Easley, on what is that? One, two, three? I think that's a state route, isn't it? There sits Bucks Drive-In. And all those places have their own unique charm, kind of like paying a visit to the Esso Club over in over at Clemson. But I promised you today before we parted company, I would reveal to you my choice of the place for the best hamburger in Greenville. The years have passed, but the place is still open. It's still hopping. The Zorba Lounge. The cheeseburgers there and and the steak fries. And since George runs it, a, a gentleman of Greek descent, we would try to tip our cap to the uh, to the Greek philosopher and kind of do a parody on the Irish. We'd call for a plate of fries. I just got to tell you, going in there, getting a cheeseburger, a plate of fries, and a chilled uh, bottle full of hops and barley. <clears throat> okay, beer, it was just great. And I can hardly get back, wait to get back to Greenville to sample that cuisine yet again. Happy memories, always good to enjoy these homecomings to the upstate. For Vince Coakley, J.D. Hayworth, stay brave, stay free, stay tuned, and thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.